On Thursday, October 19th at the Harley-Davidson Museum in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, CCB Technology is holding a cybersecurity summit focusing specifically on the future of IT security. Now, this summit is from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. with food and all the coffee you can drink included in the price of admission. Now, there's going to be four keynote speakers, and some of the topics that will be covered include the future of AI and cybersecurity, how to prepare for a cyber attack, protection strategies from perimeter to end user, the tools needed to protect your business, and how to use AI so you never have to go back to work again. Not the last one. Just wanted to make sure that you were still paying attention. So ccbtechnology.com slash security summit is where you can go, or you can just simply scroll down to the show notes and click the all caps words security summit and make sure to use the code S A V E 50 save 50 for $50 off registration. When you are about to click pay, put that code in there, put it in the cart, hit save 50 type in save 50 S A V E five zero to get $50 off registration. We look forward to seeing you there. Welcome to episode three of Leadership Exposed. In this episode, Patrick goes through good versus great bosses. So let's get to it. All right, so here we go. Let's get into Leadership Exposed number three, and it's going to be titled, What are the characteristics and differences between a good boss versus a great boss? Okay, yep, big difference right there. Now, I'm going to be sharing with you lessons I've learned that I've experienced either being an employee under different leaders or what I've also done as a manager. And yes, I'm still trying to figure out what it means to be a great boss. I think I know, but am I that person? No, I'm still working on it. It is not something that you just download and you instantly become. You have to be focused. You have to have a plan and you have to be very aware of where you're weak at and what you need to be doing to improve to get to become a great boss. But let's talk about some of the things that I've been exposed to. So when I came into CCB, um, I was given a leader who had probably been at the office probably for six to eight years, and he was a really good boss. Let's call him Ray. Now, Ray was super kind, understanding, uh, gave uh, very good updates on the weather. And I say that because we didn't really talk a lot about business unless I went there. Uh, When I would meet with Ray, it was not anything focused on how to get me better. It was just more of, hey, how are you doing? A lot of great smiles. And um, how can, you know, I didn't know if he could help, but he did when I brought things to him. But there was a very big disconnect on proactiveness as a boss. Um, I want to get check-ins unless I deliberately reached out. And what was weird was in the beginning, I started remote. I'll be honest, I'll be no shyness on this one. Um, Before COVID, I never believed in working remote. I know we had employees that did that. Um, I would do it occasionally and let people do that, of course, when needed at home for special reasons. But in general, when I started for two years out remote, I felt like an island. I felt very connected, disconnected from the headquarters, and it was really rough. So I never wanted anybody to feel that way. So when I say that, um, when I was out there, I would get phone calls only if I left a voicemail for my boss. That was a good boss who returned the phone calls, but not a great boss. So the question that I always think about is a good boss misses out on giving several things, okay? Number one, where is the accountability? That has to be there. A good boss, well, they might give you direction, but they're not really giving you a deadline of when you need to get things done. 
but you feel good that they, you are heard. You feel good that they understand where you're coming from and they, they, they want you to be successful, but they're not helping you get there. The other question is, um, where do they give direction? Uh, not just deadlines, but giving me actual directions. Like, don't do that. This will be a mistake. Um, I always came with a question of, what do you think I should be for pricing? And what do you think I should do for this customer? And we always came back with a nice smile and said, well, what do you think you should do? Well, if I knew that, why would I be asking my boss? You see, and in the leadership role, you have a great opportunity to give direction, bring accountability, but these people have been entrusted to you, whoever they are. Make sure you're giving them what they need, which is a leader, not a follower, not a friend, but somebody who can give direction. Um, another thing I saw a good boss does is a good boss gives great favoritism to people that produce well, but leaves everyone else behind. Uh, I saw that in contests for sales where only the top two people were mentioned. That's it. And they were the same two people every month. So when I was in the bottom and maybe even towards the middle, I never felt appreciated. I never felt that I was seen. And a good boss can try to make sure that the top people get rewarded, but don't forget about how to motivate the whole team. Um, my struggles, now that's what I learned and why I wanted to get into leadership is I wanted to be better. I didn't want to just be a good boss. I wanted to be a great boss, but it didn't happen. I'll be honest. This is where I tell you, I hope you can be better than me. Let me admit where some of the things I struggled with and still struggle with today. Number one, being a people pleaser. That has been absolutely my Achilles heel where I have tried to be able to just say yes to everyone. That's impossible. You will not make everyone happy. And when I said no, it bothered me because I didn't want that person to be mad at me. I wanted them to like me. Well, being a people pleaser and a leader is two very conflicted things. And I would encourage you, it's not about being mean. You can still be kind, but you cannot make everyone happy. And if that's your goal, you're gonna fail as a leader, as I have many times. Another failure I had was not being decisive. I got everyone's opinions. And when you get everyone's opinions, yes, that is really good because you can actually gain insights from other people, different views. But then the problem is you have to make a decision. You can't just leave it up to a, a big old vote by everyone because not everyone's going to see it the same. And then who's the leader in the room if you just default to whatever maybe a group of people want or you just don't know what to do and so you just leave it up for the group to decide? Well, that's not being a leader. Another mistake I've done is I wasn't analytical and haven't been analytical enough. I'm still struggling with this. I don't ask enough questions. Why? Because I am not wired that way. And that's, that's not an excuse that I can just live on and just say, sorry, that's just how it is. I have to find a way to ask better questions so I can help each person grow. You see, if you engage and you ask more questions and you do some research, it's amazing how the other person feels connected to you. Um, I thought I just would maybe make some mistakes and look bad like I didn't know what I was talking about. Instead, the person was excited to uh, help me understand more, but I had to be willing to ask questions. Another one is not being accountable. I did not hold people to deadlines. I didn't give deadlines. This is a problem. You have to give direction. That is being a good communicator, which I also feel that. People cannot read what's in your mind. And you also don't just say yes if you really want to say no. You got to give direction. You got to hold people accountable. You got to ask questions and you got to be a good communicator. Don't be emotional. I've been happy. I've been sad. I've been frustrated. I've been irritated. I've been excited. 
you are like the waves of an ocean or next to us in Racine, Wisconsin, we have Lake Michigan. That is a big body of water that moves all over the place. People do not want a leader that's emotional. They do want somebody who's excited. They do want somebody who has vision and they want somebody who's inspiring, but they don't want somebody to be emotional. Be passionate in what you're trying to achieve, but don't be emotional. Um, Those are some of the major failures I've done in my life where I've been a good boss, understanding, super supportive, but I have failed in being a great boss. Now, doing research, there's a lot of things you can get out there, but I took time to think about this. What are the characteristics of a great boss? Number one, being decisive. You've got to be able to give people direction, tell them where we're going and why we're going there. They have to know the why. Being proactive. Don't just wait. You've got to move. You've got to have a plan before it's too late. Reacting in the moment is not going to get you there. You've got to be able to know where you're going. Be accountable. Hold your team accountable. Give due dates. Give explanations to when you need it by and why you need it by and what you want to see when they present to you. The last thing you can do and the worst thing you can do is not give them that direction and that clarity and they do all this work and then you show up and say, nah, that's not what I wanted. That is just super deflating. Be inquisitive. Ask questions why. Why are you doing this and how are you going to do this? Lean in. Let them know you're there. Be honest. Don't play games. Don't be a people pleaser. Go ahead and give them an honest answer. They would always respect to know where you're coming from versus you holding back. Integrity. They've got to be able to trust you. Be consistent. Know what it's all about. Make sure that you have um, that your yes be yes and your no be no, but make sure they can trust you. Visionary. Don't just lead from behind. You've got to lead in front. That's what a good leader does. A manager leads from behind. A good leader leads in front. Be understandable. Uh, can you relate to your team? Can you kind of relate to the, the situation they're in and the role that they're doing? If you can't, then do the job with them so you can understand. I guarantee you, you will gain so much more support when they know you understand what they're doing and what you're asking them to do. Otherwise, they think you're just directing from the top without knowing what they're dealing with in the trenches. Be inspiring. You've got to be able to help people know why they should be going there. Help them understand the vision and the passion of why this matters. Does their work mean something? We all want a purpose. I do believe that we all were created for a purpose and it's not just to work. That's a great part of what we get to do. But what else are they doing to make a difference in people's lives that leads to greater outcomes and greater reactions and just make them want to come back and do it again? There's a lot more. Make sure they're inspired. Be creative. Have new ideas. Brainstorm with them. Don't just tell them to come up with their own ideas. I hated that. I want somebody to teamwork with. I want somebody to brainstorm with. Take time. Get in front of a whiteboard. It's fun. I just did it today for this uh, podcast. And I get to use purple, red, green, uh, different couple of greens, uh, different markers. But it was fun to write down. I did circles. I did drawings. If anybody's a John Madden fan back out there, that's what my board looks like right now. Uh, and then emotional intelligence. This is so critical. Are you aware of your team's emotionalness? Are you reading the room? Are you reading the team? Can you sense what's happening? You've got to be able to put your pulse on it. Now, again, these are the things that I truly think makes a difference between a, being a good boss and a great boss. It is not easy. One of the things we talk about in leadership is it's a lot of things, but it's not cute. And you don't have to have a title to be a leader. You can be on a team. You can show up every day. 
It's not about being a vice president or a manager. It's about deciding right now, what do I want to be known as on my company or in my life as I work with other people? You see, at the end of the day, we get one life and we get one shot. And trust me, I've made so many mistakes. I still do. And there's a lot more I want to share with you guys on my mistakes. And again, being a people pleaser that I struggle with has caused me so much problems. Um, and it starts with me. I have to be able to understand what are the things that I really struggle with, be aware of them, and then try to fix them. So here are some takeaways. Number one, decide right now. I know you're listening, so you obviously have a want to, but decide right now, do you want to be known as a nice boss or do you want to be a great boss? If you want to be a great boss, go ahead now and make a plan for what you want to do this next week. Don't wait. Go ahead and make the list as soon as you're done with this podcast or sometime today, but don't wait. Three things, three action items that you can do to show that you're decisive, proactive, accountable, inquisitive, honest, have integrity, vision, understanding, supportive, inspiring, driven, creative, emotional intelligence, loyal, motivational, any of those. Do three things that can help show others that, that you are a great leader and a great boss because you can do those things. And just do three things. Every week, try three things that you can do. I'm telling you, it will make a difference. It's better than just waiting and seeing what happens. Again, a couple other takeaways, things that we say at IOL that I really hope you guys will lynch onto and just keep in your mind. Number one, hope is not a strategy. I'm gonna say it again. Hope is not a strategy. A lot of people have said this quote, whether it's on podcasts, whether it's in blogs, movie directors, politicians, but it's really good. You cannot just think it's going to happen. You can't just hope it's going to happen. That's not how life is. You've got to put action into place. You've got to have a plan. And that's how you don't rely on hope as a strategy. Number two, nobody drifts into excellence. You have to be able to grow, be able to reflect and learn from your mistakes, but never stay the same. And that leads to number three, nothing changes if nothing changes. I know this is hard and this is difficult, but in IOL, the impact of leadership, we believe you are not alone and we want to support you. So please check out our podcast, our blogs. We have events that are coming up here, really exciting in 2024. We want to engage with you. You can reach out to Steve and I on LinkedIn, Steve Shear, Patrick Booth, but you also can reach out to info at impactofleadership.com. Email us and let us know your thoughts on this leadership series called Leadership Exposed. This is episode three. It has been great talking with you. I hope you've enjoyed this lesson and please give us feedback as we want to make sure we give you the right things to equip you to be the best leader possible. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Takeaways and action items. First of all, a takeaway. Your people have been entrusted to you. So intentionality is integral if you're going to go from being a good boss to a great boss. You're not going to drift there. Action items. I've got a couple for you. First of all, you need to take stock of your leadership. For example, do you actually care how you're doing as a leader? You got to ask yourself that. Start there. Don't fake it. Second, when was the last time you asked your people how you're doing as a leader? You, you might get some interesting responses. What does accountability look like under your leadership? That's a great question. Are you being mentored and are you mentoring someone else? Start there. Take stock of your leadership. Number two, take a step after you take stock. 
Don't change everything, but make a move forward bit by bit, step by step from good to great. Number three, I got another question for you. What would the type of boss that I want to be say, do, respond with in this situation? Ask yourself that. What would the type of boss that I want to be say or do or respond with in this current situation? In the words of John Maxwell, a leader knows the way, shows the way, and goes the way. Lead yourself first, then bring others with you. Two other resources you might want to check out are A Failure of Nerve by Edwin Friedman and The Leadership Challenge by James Kuzus and Barry Posner. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you did, send it to somebody. You can also give us five stars in Spotify or rate and review in Apple Podcasts. We appreciate both of those things. We've got a ton more for you, over 130 podcasts and 75 plus blogs that are the amazing price of free 99. But what's the catch? Well, you have to invest the time in order to extract the value. We already put the stuff out there. It's up to you. So click the links in the show notes below for more goodness. And don't forget to register for CCB's Security Summit on October 19th. Make sure to use the code SAVE50 for $50 off at registration. So S-A-V-E-5-0 at registration to get $50 off the total price because we want you to be with us. S-A-V-E-5-0 at registration for $50 off. The link for that is below also. Next time, we'll hear an interview with what might be the greatest public school principal in the history of education. But until then, thanks for listening.